Hello and welcome to another episode of Serve Denton Weekly, a podcast where every week we talk with the local leaders who are on the front lines of solving some of Denton's most pressing issues. I'm your host, Ian Harbour, and today I'm talking with Tracy Flinnegan, who is the Senior Director of Counseling and Advising Services for North Central Texas College. When it comes to people's job, healthcare, and education, it kind of feels like we're in a pick two moment. That it's hard to have all of those together just because of the times that we live in and the challenges that people are facing. But NCTC is trying to change that for their students. They're working with service providers and launching a new service to allow their students to get medical services and mental health services while remaining in school and getting their education. It's a great thing that they're doing, and Tracy is here to tell us all about it. So if you're listening to this and you feel stuck or you know someone that feels stuck in that situation, hopefully this will give you hope that you don't have to make that difficult choice, that there are other options for you. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Tracy Flanagan from NTTC. Enjoy. Okay, so here I am with Tracy Flanagan, the Senior Director of Counseling and Advising Services at NTTC. Tracy, it's your second time on the podcast. Welcome back. Yes, I know. Thank you. I'm in Pat's super swanky office. <laughs> all of these decorations are not mine, but I want and covet all of them. Yes, <laughs> we had a miscommunication, so she's actually like served it and I'm at home. And so any, it's all backwards today, but hey. I love served it so much. Like the fact that I'm not able to come here on a regular basis. Obviously, I was needing it. I needed to be here because it's good for my soul. So I'm happy to be True. here. True. But first of all, let's hop right into it. So NCTC, you know, you guys... Uh, you know, being a school, COVID hit last March and you guys, just like everybody, had to shift online and figure things out on the spot. And then you kind of had the, the summer, you know, and then started back up in the fall. You finished a full semester now during COVID. Kind of tell me how it went. How did it go? What have you guys learned from it? And I'm curious if you found any uh, maybe unforeseen positives that have that have come from it that you weren't expecting to. Yeah. Absolutely, because I mean, I'm always looking for the positive because if I don't, then I'll be sad mm-hmm. <laughs> and cry. I, same here. <laughs> so, um, but there are so there are so many positives, you know, that can come out of, you know, tragedy. There's so much triumph that can come out of tragedy, right? So, uh, you know, spring, we went on spring break and then it was like the never ending spring break because that's when the pandemic hit. So everything had to move online. So it was kind of a lot of controlled chaos um, mm-hmm. initially. Uh, for students and for all of us too, because we knew that our students were going to suffer. We knew that they didn't want to move everything to online. You know, they want to be able to come to campus. They want to be in class. Um, we have students that have always taken online classes, so it wasn't a big change for them. But for the you know other students, their whole world you know was turned upside down because it wasn't just how school changed; it was losing employment, losing housing, you know, access to food. Um, losing milestones, you know, students that weren't able to have a high school graduation, parents that weren't able to see their children graduate, um, or, you know, kids in school who, you know, school was their stability. That's where they got their meals. That's where they got, you know, interaction. Um, so just there's so much loss that our students and community, you know, went through and, and continue to go through. Um, so we really had to step it up and fill in the gaps, not just education wise, but making sure that we adapt, you know, to online learning um and make it engaging for everyone but also with resources and with support and connecting with students virtually and making sure they know we're here for you 
and extending a lot of mercy and a lot of patience and recognizing that there are some things students just weren't going to be able to do. Some of them had to take incompletes for some of their classes because they couldn't finish them. Um, you know, there were some in-person components required, maybe like for technical courses or healthcare. Um, so we needed to give them an incomplete, basically hit the pause button and let them resume that class and finish it, you know, at a later date. Um, we had to help connect them to technology and help get them laptops or financial assistance to pay rent or get food. Um, we had CARES Act funds, which we distributed very quickly. Um, you know, we had a great game plan in terms of the students who were most in need based on, you know, income and their financial aid status. So we were able to basically give, you know, um, you know, stipends and, and award students money and put it on their account for extra expenses that maybe they were having. So there's there's a lot of good that came out of it in terms of us really pulling together and pulling our resource to, resources together and really making sure we're connecting with each and every student and finding out what they need and how we can help them, not just with their education, but with life, with their basic needs. Um, and then instructors really adapting their online, you know, modalities and online classes to be engaging and uh, developing the synchronous online format for classes, which basically means a real-time virtual lecture. So, um, you know, they would be online with their class all at the same time um, through WebEx or through Zoom, and students could be asking questions and talking to their instructors. So it, it was like they were in the classroom, but their classroom was their home. Um, and there's a lot of benefits to the synchronous online lecture and the way that instructors have put so much of their content online students can go back and review it. So with an in-person class, you don't get to go back and relive the lecture, you know, but with, with the online format, they can do that. They can go back and review these materials um, and their instructors are connecting with them and really checking in with them and making sure they have what they need to be successful. So it really, you know, kind of put a laser focus on students' most basic needs. And faculty and staff in our administration, we're always asking the question, what more can we be doing? What do our students need? How do we make sure that they are sharing you know any of their concerns or any of their issues and not waiting for the student to come to us and say okay i'm a month behind or i've really been struggling or i haven't had a meal you know all week or i don't know how i'm going to take care of my kids and keep a roof over their head we don't need to wait for the students to come to us because we already know that most of them are dealing with you know economic hardships employment issues childcare, you know schooling issues with their kids technology issues we know this so we have to be proactive and that's that's a lot of what we've done that's really encouraging to hear. And, you know, something you said that I didn't even think about is the fact that with the lectures being online, they can actually go back and review it and that can help increase learning. I know that would have been really helpful for me in school if I could go back right. and re-listen to what I, what I learned in class. And, you know, this whole thing has been so crazy for uh, so many reasons. But, you know, I, I think one of the things that's come out of it that is a positive is that we haven't been able to just do things the way we've always done them. It's really had to shake everybody, shake us out of kind of where we were and say, we have some big problems that we have to solve and we have to do things differently. How can we serve the people that all of our organizations are here to serve, students or nonprofits or food or anything else? And um, I think it's led to a lot of really good um, pushing us forward and innovation. I think the world was already going to be online even more already, but it really pushes forward in that. And so now we're, we're seeing kind of that the internet mature in a way that I don't think we expected it to mature as fast as it did. So that's great to hear right. in the education space. Obviously, it's not all positives, though. I mean, it's just, this is a 
global crisis we're dealing with right now. What are some challenges that you see remaining for people who are receiving an education? There's something I've got to tell you about. On February 9th, it will be Serve Denton's ninth birthday. That's nine years of partnering with nonprofits to help make their services more accessible for people in need. We know that last year was difficult, to say the least, for everyone. But at Serve Denton, we kept running for over 20 nonprofits to thrive, and we made it easy for thousands of people to find help. And here's the deal. We're at the end of our capital campaign. The Serve Denton Center on Loop 288 has been a beacon of hope for so many people, especially over this past year. The whole project cost $10.1 million. And thanks to so many generous donors and investors, we only have $1.2 million left. That's incredible. And to wrap it up, we need your help. If we don't wrap this up now, we can't expand to meet the huge increased demand that we know is coming this year. So if you want to help wrap this capital campaign up, go to servedinton.org legacy to make a pledge today. And if you're not ready, that's okay. You can still schedule a tour and come see it for yourself. That's when the magic happens. What if your gift to Serve Denton would help people for generations to come? You could leave a lasting legacy. Go to servedenton.org slash legacy today to make a pledge or schedule a tour. It's, it's really, you know, the students daily, you know, struggle or daily concerns about how do I just, how do I manage everything? Because their lives are in flux. Every day can be different for them because maybe, maybe their kids are going to go to school today, but then maybe they're going to be quarantined tomorrow or maybe they're going to get mm. sick or maybe they're going to lose their job. Maybe their business is going to shut down to, you know, 50 or 25% capacity, or they're going to just get laid off and look for another job. So there's not a whole lot of stability. Um, we want to be that sense of stability in our students' lives. We want to be the one thing they know that they can count on. Um, regardless of the format of their classes, NCTC is, is the stable force that can move you forward and help you get to a better place in terms of employment and financial security and connecting you with resources like wonderful nonprofits, you know, like Serve Denton, Health Service of North Texas, you know, Refuge for Women, the food pantries. We understand you're a person first. You know, you can't be a student until you're taken care of in terms of your, your, your most basic human needs. So you're a person and we need to connect you with the resources that help you take care of those basic needs so you can be a student. So you can get the education and training you need where you're not feeling like you're in survival mode, you know, most of the time or any of the time, except for during you know times of tragedy. I mean, we want you to feel like you're making the life that helps you feel stable and helps you feel like you can provide for yourself and your family. So, you know, with the way we uh, connected with students, like through student services, you know, advisors, counselors, career services, we were already doing virtual things like with text messaging and email and uh, phone appointments where students didn't always have to physically be on campus to connect to a service. So it really allowed us to just like amp it up. Like you said, the technology was always there and we were using some of it, but it was kind of the, the exception more than the rule. Um, and now students are recognizing that just because you're at a distance, just because I'm talking to my advisor or a counselor, or my financial aid person at a distance, um, it's not a bad thing. They're actually meeting me where I am. I don't have to physically figure out how to get transportation to come to campus. Um, you know, they're going to help me wherever I am. And that way, you know, 
they don't have to wait as long or they don't have to feel like it's one more barrier. Like I have to physically figure out how I need to get to a campus or, um, you know, sit down in a person's office to make sure I take care of all the steps. Like I said, we're being more proactive on our end to find the students who are maybe already having issues or having, um, you know, holds or financial, you know, things on their account, or they haven't finished completing their financial aid application, or they haven't finished the application to college. We're going to find you. Okay. We're going to find you and we're going to connect with you to make sure we're getting you through the next steps of the process, because we know there's so many things that you're balancing. It's real easy to put education on the back burner because it feels like going to school is just one more thing you have to figure out but we want it to be a part of your life that you recognize is going to get you to the next place. So yeah, it, it's work, you know, going to college and taking classes. It's, it is something you have to balance with the rest of your life, but let us help you figure that out. You don't have to know all the answers and you don't have to figure everything out on your own. That's why you have, you know, NCTC and different people in different departments, different offices that want to help you connect all the dots. There's still those challenges and concerns, but we're, we're, a lot more people are aware of them and talking about them, like I said, and not waiting for the students to always bring it up and ask for help because, you know, people don't always like to ask for help. They feel guilty. They feel like I should know this or I'm weak. So, you know, we want to get to them before they feel like they're at a point where they can't recover. Well, and two things you mentioned is meeting those um, more basic needs so that they feel like they have the, the space and the capacity to have that education. And then also, I mean, like you said, the, the transition to more online and being able to meet those needs and connect people to resources. I don't know, one thing that you guys are starting to roll out right now is called Lion Care. And it kind of helps pull some of these things together. Tell us about Lion Care and what it is, what, it, what its purpose is, and how you see it improving uh, students, their ability to receive an education. Yeah, absolutely. We have so many students and it happens every semester. And I know it's not just us, it's, it's, you know, most colleges, when you have a student who's dropping classes or withdrawing from college, um, you know, they're started with four or five classes or maybe they started with two or three and they drop down to one or they drop down to zero and then maybe they come back, maybe they don't. So many times it's related to something related to healthcare, you know, their own health, the health of their family, um, needing to get, a job so they have access to insurance, you know, so they can provide health care for themselves or others, um, physical health care and mental health care. So we have so many students who that's the reason they don't continue their education or that's the reason it, it takes so much longer because they're having to maybe do one class at a time because they have they have so many struggles, you know, physically or, you know, challenges mentally that they're working on or emotionally that they're having to take care of or that they're not able to take care of. So it's always just, just a survival you know, mode every day. So you know, with Lion Care, it's through a partnership with um, a company called Timely MD, which is a telehealth provider that works exclusively with colleges and universities to provide telehealth um, to students. So they're gonna be able to access, all of our students, any students who are enrolled in classes with NCTC um, are gonna be able to access um, medical, and mental health providers, you know, through an app on their phone or, you know, web-based, you know, app on their desktop. So they can connect with a medical doctor, a counselor, a mental health professional, a psychiatrist, even wellness coaches. So even talking about nutrition and, um, you know, physical health care, they're going to be able to have access to that, you know, 24-7. And that's no cost to the students because we have you know, we're nonprofit too. So our, our tuition and fees are just enough to, to cover our operating expenses and just, you know, staff and faculty and having the programs that we need for our students. 
So this is a way we can use those, you know, those fees that our students pay to provide a very necessary service for them. Um, because even if our students have insurance, which some of them do, some of them have insurance through employment or through their families, um, maybe they can't even make the copay. You know, maybe they have a certain percentage they have to pay when they go to the ER or they go to a specialist and they don't even have the money for that, even with insurance. Or they're working a job just for the sake of having insurance and having that job where they're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. It's what's preventing them from being able to continue or start their education. We don't want students to have to choose between your health and your education. We want you to have both. Yeah, that's such a... Uh difficult decision that a lot of people are in is having to choose between job and health insurance and those different things and getting an education, which of course, at that point is kind of the chicken in the egg, you know what I mean? Because an education can help you get a better job, but your job is keeping you from getting the education that you need to get that, you know what I mean? And so having something like that, where you guys are saying, no, we want to remove these barriers from you being able to get that education to, you know, increase the quality of your life, being able to get a better job and, and have a better life and those types of things. I think that's really important um, that they have access to that uh, healthcare, obviously being huge right now, but also the mental health care that's provided through the counselors, because this is a big anxiety inducing time where exactly. people are isolated and depression is increasing. And if they know that their school is actually providing resources for them to um, reach out and get help with those things, then not only does it remove barriers, but in, in my opinion, it increases trust with the school that, wow, these people actually care about me and want me to succeed. And so hopefully that would in turn want me to actually pursue that education even more. So I think that's great. How can an NCTC student access Lion Care? What do they have to do to, to get it? So basically it's um, when, they, you know, when they get enrolled, we're going to roll it out. It'll be the first week of the spring semester. Um, so uh, it's gonna, it's an app they're gonna you know, download on their phone. Um, the app will also be connected to our NCTC app, which we all you know, obviously encourage all our students to download the NCTC app. First thing, um, you could even download the NCTC app as a prospective student. So even before you're enrolled, if you just wanna you know, get connected with other students or offices or programs, you can already download the NCTC app now, but it'll be accessible you know, via the app. And also, like I said, you know, it's an app they can download as, on their desktop as well. But basically we provide um, you know, timely and the, you know, the information about our student population in terms of who our students are so they know um, that, you know, when a student accesses the app, they just log in with their student credentials and then they're going to have access to that service. And it is 24-7. Um, it could be, like I said, it could be a supplement if a student already has insurance and had a has a provider because it is 24-7, so they could wake up at 2 a.m. and decide they're not feeling well or just need to talk to somebody and try and figure out what do I need to do? I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling anxious. Um, so it, it could be a supplement to a provider that they already have, or it can be, you know, the healthcare that they, they've never had access to. And now they can finally connect with, you know, medical and mental health professionals. Man, that's, that's so great to know that that's available for those students. That's huge. And we are going to have with, um, with Lion Care, you know, we provide Timely and B a list of the resources and referrals that we make most often in our community. So, you know, with that, with the access, you know, to the mental health providers and to, you know, like the crisis counselors, they're going to have information about, you know, all these wonderful agencies. So that way they can make referrals as well and say, hey, do you know you have, there's a food pantry, you know, there's, there's this local provider for youth and family counseling, you know, so that's another piece of us getting students in our immediate area connected to local resources, even, you know, using telehealth and using the 24-7 
um, you know, talk now and, and mental health providers, if they do need to get connected to somebody locally, they're going to, they're going to know who our, you know, network of support is, you know, in all, in our service area. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on again and sharing. I love what you guys are doing at NCTZ and it sounds like a really great initiative moving forward to help remove those barriers, help more people get education and, and build their lives. And so I appreciate you coming on and I'm excited for us to partner together. Thank you, Ian. I'm so glad I was able to come on and I might just hang out and pass off a little bit more. Yeah. Feel free to stay there. He'll, he'll never know. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks. There you have it, my conversation with Tracy Flinnegan. It's always great talking with her. She's so supportive. And it's great that NTTC has this new Lion Care service for their students. Hopefully there'll be fewer people having to make that hard choice between their education, their healthcare, their job, and they'll be able to get that healthcare or mental healthcare that they need. It's a difficult time that we're living in, so stuff like this is amazing. If you want to learn more about Serve Denton, you can go to our website, servedenton.org, and click around to find out about us there. If you or someone you know needs help, click the I Need Help button at the top of the website, and you'll see a list of resources from our partners. And if you want to support us, click on the Donate Now button and join our circle support for as little as $10, $15, $20 a month. It goes a long way. Hey, I would love to hear from you. What do you want to hear about for on this show? I, I want your feedback. If you have any ideas on what to talk about on this show, send me an email at communications at servedinton.org. Let me know what you think. I'll be back next week with another conversation. But as always, thank you for listening. And I will see you next week.